It is a pleasure to have a, fr- a very, very good friend of mine today who's going to preach the gospel. It's been a while since he's preached here. Um, we go back to even before Relevant Faith Church existed physically. He's one of the few remaining members of our launch team. And he came and jumped on board. And it was, it was a dramatic shift that God did in his life in that moment. A dramatic shift. Because he went from what he was used to, to something that he had no clue where it was going or what was going to even happen, but knew that God led him. And he has faithfully been a part of this body, faithfully served. He's a very good friend of mine. I'm excited to hear what he has for you today. And um, so if you will help me welcome my very good friend, Pastor Nate Terry, as he comes to minister God's word. Give him a hand if you would. Brother Nate. Thank you, Pastor. Praise the Lord, everybody. Praise the Lord. I don't know why I get nervous every time I do this. Uh, It's interesting. uh, I just thank God uh, to be your brother, first of all. Thank God to be your brother. And uh, I truly thank God for Pastor Mike. Uh, for the opportunity to even stand before you, I, I can truly say that God is good. God is good, and he's been good to me all of my life, all of my life. I thank God for Alicia as well, his, uh, his woman on the side, uh, his girlfriend, his wife. Thank God for her. She's so sweet. <laughs> uh, I just thank God for her as well, and I thank God for all of you. Uh, I truly thank God for being a part of Relevant Faith Church. Um, Like Mike said, uh, I came from a church where I was there 20 years, over 22 years, actually. And uh, for me, the transition was not just me hopping from church to church, because some people do that. You know, and they go to this church, and they don't find something right there. Then they go to that church. They don't find something right there. Then they go to that. No, I don't do that. God sent me here. This is where I belong. This is where I'm to be. Amen? Amen. So I understand that. And so I want to encourage you. God sent you here, and this is where you need to be. This is where you need to be. Get in where you fit in. Amen? Amen. All right. So I just wanted to share something with you. Uh, I just got out of jail at 9.30 this morning. <laughs> Don't take that the wrong way. I actually preach in jail. Uh, I preach in prisons across the state and across the country. And uh, a man said something to me today. He told me, he said, man, I wake up every morning and I wonder, how did I get back here? And it broke my heart for him to look me in my eyes and tell me that. It just crushed me. But, uh, of course, I gave him some words that the Lord had me given. Um, but it really, it really, really pressed upon me to continue to pray for this young man because he's 20 years old and he's facing, you know, doing 10 years. He's facing doing a decade. So I uh, just want to continue. ask that you pray for me. His name is Mike. So uh, re- remember Mike, the man that's in jail, and remember him in your prayers. God knows who he is. Amen? Amen. Amen. So I want to uh, ask that you would turn with me to 2 Corinthians Chapter 5 and verse 17. Some of you know this verse. 
those of you that have your Bible, 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. I'll be reading from the King James Version, the best version. Thank you. <laughs> Mike said that uh, he thought I had got delivered from that. No. 2 Corinthians chapter 5 and verse 17. Here's what it says. I'm going to read this verse and I'm going to also read in another verse. I'll get to you in a minute. It says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he's a new creature. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So the first part says, if any man be in Christ, he's new. The second part says, old things are passed away, and behold, all things are become new. So that's what I want to talk to you about this morning. Why don't you help me preach this morning? Do me a favor. Why don't you look at the one next to you and say, I am Go ahead. the new new. All right. Because it's in the Bible. It's in the Bible. Uh, I'm going to go to the other verse, but I want to talk to you about this first of all. The A part of this scripture says, therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is new. It first off starts off by saying that you are new. Okay? So there, there's no doubt about you being new. Because if any man be in Christ Jesus, he is new. But a lot of times we miss the second part. But it said, old things are passed away. Behold, all things become new. So therefore, I'm new, new. Are you listening to me? Now, the way that I'm new, new is this. Even though I'm made new in Christ Jesus, there's a process that goes on in my life to keep me new. Are you listening to what I'm saying? Because just because God made me new, I still have to go through the process. God didn't just show up one day while I was in a prison cell and said, Nate, and gave me the touch, made me new, and went, ta-da! That's it. But I had to go through the process of becoming new. I noticed that that verse didn't say are new, but it said become new. See, the become denotes that there's a process. There is a process when you go from light to darkness. There's a process that you have to walk in this, in this way. There's a walk from beginning because the, if you think about it, when you first get saved, whether you were a nice, sweet person, you still didn't know God, right? You could have been nice. You didn't have to be as bad as me, and I was a bad guy. Of course, I robbed, I stole, I gangbanged, I murdered, right? I've been to prison, but I was a bad guy. But most of us are not that way, right? But yet, still in darkness. Are you listening to me? Even if you was a nice goody two-shoe, Richie Cunningham, you know, real nice person, but you were still on your way to hell. Isn't that something? Still in darkness, but God. So what we understand is when God makes us new, he still puts us in the position that we become new. And so as we walk, we understand that we're becoming new. I thought about when I first got saved, 
when I first got saved, let me be honest, I still cussed. <laughs> oh, look at you looking at me. I still cussed. I still cussed. And a brother walked up to me. He said, brother, 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 I know you got saved, right? I saw you give your life to the Lord. Brother, we don't cuss. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I didn't know. See, I was going through the process of becoming new. I was made new, but I'm still becoming new. Are you listening to me? And then I still smoke cool cigarettes, two packs a day. Oh, I know you're saying, well, how was you saved? See, I was becoming new. A brother told me, he said, brother, this was a different brother. He said, brother, he said, saints don't smoke. I said, we don't? I haven't smoked since that day. Becoming new. Becoming new. So God began to take me through this process. I didn't just get saved and all of a sudden I was this different person. I was different, but my body didn't know it. Are you hearing me? My mind and my spirit understood it because something happened on the inside of me, but my body didn't understand it. So I had to go through the process and let me declare I'm still going through the process of becoming new. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Still becoming new because God, he shapes us, he molds us, he fixes us, he knows what it takes for us. Some of us got bad attitudes, right? Oh, maybe I'm in the wrong church. But sometimes we have things that God has to work out of us. Are you listening to me? I was a racial, I mean, you're talking about racially motivated. You couldn't get no blacker than me. Are you hearing me? And I hated white people. Are you listening to me? Don't hate me now. I just hated white folk for no reason, just because they were white. You hear what I'm saying? And I was black, so I didn't understand them. So I know they couldn't understand me. But when I got made new, are you hearing me? God began to do something on the inside. See, I couldn't do this. Come here, John, help me preach. See, I couldn't do this. I love you. I love you with an everlasting love. See, that's because he made me new and I'm becoming new. I'm not a racial man anymore because I can love everybody because I believe that God loves everybody. Are you listening to me? That's what it's been when I'm new and I'm new. Oh, you didn't hear that. I'm the new new. You're the new new. When God makes you new, he takes you through the process of continuing to make you new. Yes. Yes. Continuing to make you new. Do you understand that God brings us from darkness to light? And there's a difference from darkness and light. If you turn all these lights out in here and it's totally black in here and then you turn all the lights back on, there's a difference, isn't it? There's a difference. The Bible says, walk in the light. So therefore, as I'm walking, I'm living, I'm becoming. I'm becoming new. I'm becoming. Do you know I'm not the same man that I was when I gave my life to the Lord? I'm not the same man that I was when I first gave him my life. When I first gave him my life, I was a different man. I still had that, you know, you know, 
ain't really like that no more. No, because that's not who I am. I'm becoming new. Are you hearing me? Not that same man. But God had to work some things in me and work some things out of me. Who am I preaching to? So as God began to work in me, he works these things out of me while he's working on me. Can you say that? Are you listening to me? And therefore, we're new and we're new. What God does is God takes us out of darkness, brings us into his marvelous light, and he works on us. He works on us. He works on us. Sometimes he sends somebody to help make you better. Oh, yeah. Sometimes it's your children. Sometimes it's your mate. Sometimes it's your neighbor. Sometimes it's your boss. He'll send somebody to keep making you new. Are you listening to me? Because God is a good God. He's a good God. That's why we should never look at no one else. The Bible says this. It says, he that judgeth himself by himself is not wise. Do you know what that means? That means that I don't look at you uh huh, and judge you by my own self or by my own thoughts that I should think he should be like me. He should be more this way. That's not wisdom. That's not wisdom because I'm fallible. I'm breakable. Huh? I can be switched. So why look at me when I should look at God? He's the author. He's the finisher. That means he's the one that began it. He's the one that started and he's the one that completes it. That's the one I ought to be looking at. I ought to be looking at God. So God wants us to understand that he makes us new every day. Every day. Every day he makes us new. Every single day. When we get up, it's a new day. It's a new day. Some people say good morning. I say good day. Because ain't no morning about it. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Good day. Thank you. Good night. Good day. Because God is making us new. He's making us new. And we as people of God, I tell people, we ought to be the happiest people on the planet. Especially when we've been brought out of darkness. Do we know what darkness entails? Do we really understand when we become a Christian, quote unquote, or when we surrender our life to God? Let me put it that way. When we give him our life, do we know what we're doing? Do we know what we're really saying? That we're giving him our life. Now, I want to tell you, it's the best thing that ever would or ever could happen to you is when you surrender your life to God. And you begin to walk with him. And he began to make you new every day. God is so good. I want us to understand that we're new. And God makes us new every day. Turn with me to, to Colossians chapter 1. Colossians chapter 1 and verse 13. It says this who have delivered us from the power of darkness and have translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. 
This is God that we're talking about. He delivered us from darkness. And then he translates us. There's two places in the Bible where this word translate is made. It's in this verse and then in the other verse where it was talking about Enoch was translated. It's two places. What the word means is, it means this. It means to transpose or to transfer, to remove from one place to another, to change a situation or place, to remove from one place and put you into another place. That's what God did. Yes, he translated us from darkness into his kingdom of his dear son. God transferred us. He took us from over here and put us over here. Are you hearing me? And we ought to be glad about it. We ought to be glad about it. We ought to be some grateful, thankful, loving, sweet, caring, adorable people. Amen. Especially knowing what God has done. There's no room for complaint. I tell people that all the time. They say, how you doing today? I say, I find no fault in him. <laughs> That's how I'm doing I find no fault in him. I have no room for complaint. What am I to complain about? Hmm? I'm breathing. I can see. I can walk. I can run. Huh? I can speak. I can talk. I can eat. I can pray. I can sing. Not that well, I might add. Huh? I can shout. I can lift up my hands. I can fall on my knees. I can cry out to the Lord. I ought to be grateful to what God has done. I ought to be grateful. God is good. God is good, people of God. He has made us new, new. Oh, yes. New, new. For a long time, I read that verse. And I didn't understand that the new was in there twice. Did you notice that? I didn't understand that it was saying new, new. But God began to show me that I'll take you through this process as long as you're breathing. Will, when, will, will it be when I have arrived? Hmm? When I'm no longer breathing. When I'm no longer breathing. Because I'm learning every day. I'm learning about a God that I didn't even know. When I first gave him my life, I didn't know him. I didn't know him. I wasn't raised in church. My mother was an alcoholic and a dope fiend. My father was not there. So the street raised me. I didn't know God. I didn't have parents that prayed. I didn't have parents that sought God, but God had a plan. He didn't see me too far gone. Some people had wrote me off, you know. They said, watch him now. He'll steal out your purse. They wasn't lying. They was telling the truth. They said, keep your eyes on him. He'll break in your house. They was not lying because I would. But God, oh, Jesus, he didn't write me off. Are you listening to me? He had a plan. He had a plan. And he's such a loving God. 
that he sent his word all the way to a prison where I'm doing a decade to save a dirty, low-down dog like me. Are you hearing me? To make me new and keep on making me new. Are you listening to me? Are you listening to me? Because he's an awesome God. He's a loving God. I tell people all the time when they ask me anything about God, don't ask me about God. Because you're going to be there a while. You know? From what he has revealed in his word. Because starting out, I didn't know him. And so I had to learn about Adam and Eve. I had to learn about, you know, the kings. I had to learn about God. I had to learn about Moses. I had to learn about Elijah. I had to learn about Deborah. Uh-huh. I had to learn about who Jezebel is. I had to learn about Mephibosheth down in Lodabar. I had to learn about King David. I had to learn about Saul. I had to learn about Peter and Paul. I had to read the scriptures and study the scriptures to get them in my bosom. See, that was him making me new. And he's still doing that. And see, the word of God will make you new. He'll make you new through the word of God. My son, Nazareth, he's in the back today. I remember the first time I saw Nazareth. I was in jail, and they brought him to me and let me see him. And uh, he had these pretty little blue eyes. I looked at him, he smiled at me. He don't know that. He's a baby. He back there now. But, uh, and it hurt me because I was incarcerated. Are you hearing me? You listening to me? But God had a plan. I thought about when I got out of prison, I wanted my sons. I said, I got to have my sons. They need to be with me. I was without my dad. And I went to his mom and I said, hey, uh, what do you think about letting the boy stay with me? And she looked at me and I'm thinking she going to say no. She said, okay. <laughs> I was shocked because I wasn't ready for that answer. I went thinking that she would say no. But then she gave them to me, and they was raised in Peoria and went to school here and graduated here. And, you know, God has really blessed them both, my sons. and They're really doing well. So I thank God for that, to be able to be around my sons when I was, my father wasn't around me. So it's a blessing. You see how God will move you from one place to the next because he make you new. My son never seen the gangbanger. He never seen the killer. He don't know nothing about that guy. He never saw that guy. He only saw this guy. And that's a blessing. God is good. Making me new. I'm new because I surrendered my life to him. So that made me new. But I'm also being made new. Yes. Yes. I invited my friend today, Tyrone, here. Guy right here. When I first got out of prison, I went to church, and he was sitting there, and uh, I didn't know anyone. I wasn't from Peoria, and uh, I went to church and uh, got baptized there. And uh, when I came around, he was waiting, and he said, hey, man, you want to go for a ride? Looked at him, like, who is this guy, you know? 
you know, because I'm out of prison, you know, I'm still kind of got a little toughness on me. And so I said, sure. So he took me around, showed me all around town. That's how I learned Peoria because of Tyrone. And I just thank God for him being here today. Uh, I thank God because God knows what to do. He's such a loving God. He cares about you no matter where you are, no matter where you come from, no matter what you've done. God loves you. I'm convinced. I've reached the settled conclusion that God loves us. I really believe that. I've experienced that. I have a gnosko knowledge, I like to call it. I've experienced that for myself. I've tasted and seen that he is good. I want us to understand something. When we've been translated, we've been taken from one place and brought to the next place. So we've been taken from our original state because when I was in darkness, that was my original state. Do you know that? My original state was not light. I know some people are born saved. <laughs> oh, they say, I've been saved all my life. Wait a minute now. <laughs> Wait a minute. You have to come to a saving knowledge of who he is. I can't be saved because my grandmother was saved or my grandfather was saved. Now, some people say, I'm saved because I had a praying mother. Well, wait a minute, I'm saved and I didn't. So what you saying? <laughs> huh? I'm saying you have to have a personal, committed relationship with God. It's between you and God. That's what it is. God brings you by yourself from darkness to light. God brings you and makes you new. And keep making you new. Oh, that's good. Yes. Keeps making you new. I'm glad that I'm new, new. You can just call me new, new every time you see me. And I'll call you new, new too. God is good to us, people of God. God is good to us. We have to live a life that's pleasing in his sight. And that's why we're being made new. When I was a kid, uh, there was a show that used to come on television. I'm only in my 50s. I know I look good, right? Thank you. <laughs> but uh, I was a kid. There was a show uh, called the Giggle Snort Hotel. Uh, look at you looking at me. Some of you don't know nothing about that. But in this show, they had a thing that would come out on this cart, and he was clay. And he'd fix him up. And he was named, his name was Old Weird Harold. Old Weird Harold. And every week he'd come on the show, and before he'd leave the show, he would fix Old Weird Harold up. But every week when he first came on, he'd come on, why, why, why? Because his clay and everything was all messed up. His head was smashed in. His eyeballs was over here. But every week he got fixed up. I think we're like old weird Harold. We got to be fixed up all the time. Hmm. Yeah. We have to be made new daily. We have to be restored daily. That's why we have to pray without ceasing. That's why we have to encourage ourselves. Because we're being made new. 
I'm the new new, you're the new new. Because if any man be in Christ, he's new. The old things are passed away. The original, the old stuff, all passed away. And you got to know that. See, you can't tell me anything. I know I'm saved. You can't tell me I ain't saved. I don't care what you believe, what church you go to. I'm saved. Thank you. You can't not unconvince me, if that's a word, <laughs> that I'm not saved. The devil is a lie. I know what God done. I know what he done. And the Bible tells me that I'm sealed until the day of redemption. I'm sealed. I'm sealed. He sealed me with his spirit. He put it on the inside and on the outside. It's working on the inside and the outside to do his will in the earth. And I ain't no better than you. What he's doing for me, he's doing it for you too. Because we're all the new new. Yes, we are. We're the new new. We're the people that God has brought from darkness to light. We're the people that's been translated from darkness into the kingdom of his dear son. Do you notice how there's always a, a, a difference, a parallel like darkness, light? Huh? You ever notice that about God? He brings from one place to the other. He translates from here to there. Because God is such a loving God. It blows my mind. I'm still trying to fathom how we have in church in a movie theater. <laughs> See, that's new, new. Are you hearing me? That's new, new. God will do a new thing. He'll do something you ain't never even thought about. You ain't never even heard of. Don't be trying to figure it out. Let God work it out. Amen. Because while you be trying to figure it out, He's already worked it out. I'm going to share this testimony with you one time. I, uh, I remember one time I had, uh, I was really going through a struggle when I was looking for a job. And, uh, you know, I got eight felonies. Don't get scared now. 30-something misdemeanors and four felony convictions. That's what the world says I have. With God, the, the, the slate is clean. But, uh, it was difficult trying to find a job with the felonies and stuff. And so uh, I was walking down the street. Well, actually, I was riding my bike because I didn't have a car. And uh, I pulled over on the side of the road. I looked up into the sky. I said, you promised. You said you would take care of me. That's what I said. See, look at you. You saying, why would you scream out to God? He's my daddy. Do you know, the next day, I'm telling you, I got a phone call about a job. And I ain't been without a job since. Huh, Tyrone? I haven't been without a job since. But see, while I was trying to figure it out, <laughs> whoo, God was already working it out. It had nothing to do with me. He was already working it out. I learned something from that. When it comes to God, just be patient and wait on him and watch him work because he'll do it. 
he ain't going to leave you out here just bad, right? You have a responsibility to God, and God has a responsibility to you. That's for real. He's your father. He's not a, what do you call it, a deadbeat dad. Uh-uh. He's a good father. Good, good father. I know I can't sing. But I want to let you know today, and God wanted to let us know, that we're new people, and we're new people. We're new, and we're being made new. And God wanted me to encourage you with that word today, that you are new, and you're being made new. So I don't want you to forget that through the week that, hey, I'm new, but I'm being made new this very moment. I was made new on whatever day. See, my day is August the 30th, 1990. I don't know what your day is. But on August the 30th, 1990, I was made new. Hmm? But what's today? July the 2nd, 2017, I'm being made new. Are you listening to me? Yes. So I am, and you are, the new new. God bless you. I came in peace. Thank you.